Sean Mean, welcome to the podcast, <laughs> Kept the Coach Experience. It's always funny because like we're just kicking it and then I just hit record and then I have to do that whole thing. Um, but Sean <laughs> Mean's with me and, uh, you know, we met um, from our Born to Lead community. So she's actually the second person I've had from Born to Lead. And um, so we're going to be talking about some fun stuff today. And I kind of want Sean Mean, I want you to kind of kick it off. So to give some people some perspective, Sean Mean is lifestyle coach um but way more than that a little bit of i saw um one of our friends in btl call her a fashionista um (laughs) from her her career um in fashion and style um but i want you to kick it off sean mean with um kind of getting like straight to it since i'm I'm telling people they hear lifestyle coach maybe people don't know what that means um like tell them how you got passionate about it and kind of you know, just run with that topic and, and let the people know like, okay. <laughs> lifestyle. How did you get into it? <laughs> okay, so um, for me, like lifestyle, it's about you know, like a person who has every aspect of his or her life and engineered or designed in a way that's aligned to who he or she is. So, because a lot of people who 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 you know like hear the the word lifestyle, they'll think about just that a lot of money and then you know holiday all the time. That is like some stereotype about the word uh, lifestyle. But for me, it's like I support my client to find their vision in each areas of their life and starting to live a balanced life instead of because uh, a lot of my clients they are executives or professionals. So, you know, in our modern world, a lot of these people, uh, including myself, that we spend a lot of time in our office. And whenever we ask um, these people, what's your goal? Their goal is always career-oriented. I want to get to that position in how many years, earning how much money, and then moving to which company. But then mm-hmm. they, they hardly spend time thinking about how about their love life their mm-hmm. social life because their social life basically is intertwined with their professional life so that's and they, they, they when they got together they talk about work all the time so that's not in my definition that's not social life mm-hmm. it, it's just right. it was like work networking and mm-hmm. if lucky there will be some friends and like finance uh finance is like different from career because we earn money from career but how do we what's the finance financial goals Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people talking about like finance freedom, but actually finance freedom looks different for everyone. Like someone, someone, some people want a yacht and some people just want a small house for the family. So like all these are um, for me, like put together its lifestyle, like really have a clear picture of each areas of life, what mm-hmm. you want and how you are going to make it. And at the same time, feeling balanced. Um, mm. because in situations that you can go from one area and then neglect all the, all the rest of the area for example go for Korea and then you trade in your health and go for and a lot of people will think that if I want to go for a good love relationship I need to trade in my career especially for girls uh, or if I don't want to work so many hours so by default my financial target my financial goal should be conservative you know like all those trade-offs mm-hmm. and I don't believe in trade-offs yeah. So it's it's about like planning and then see the priorities and stack up all the results like t- time after time uh, and then have a, 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 a sense of balance according to that person. Um, so for me, that's lifestyle. And basically, I, I support my clients to get these 
balancing things down. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I, I could tell, you know, Xiaomin lives it since I've been talking to her all year. It's so crazy. Like we just had this virtual relationship. Yeah. <laughs> She's all the way in Taiwan, you know, um, just plan on moving soon. We don't know where yet, but um, you know, and I, I've just seen the way you live your life. So Xiaomin, you get up really early to surf. That's like, yeah, that, that's like how you start your day. Did you start your day like, today like that too? Yeah. Well, today's waves were too big, but still, I got up early. Too big and... for Shang Mi? <laughs> <laughs> I am a beginner. Remember that. <laughs> so, but I, but even I don't serve. I got up early, not as probably not as early as like serving days. But then I went to the beach, uh, for coffee and did some meditation. Or I, I would like usually mm. I would run into friends. So we had some chat, good chat, and then that's how I start the day, most mm. days. I love it. I love it. That is, and I've, I've told you, but to tell my audience, like every time I talk to Shang Min after she surfs, so then I'll be messaging her on Facebook Messenger. I'm like, I want post-surf Shang Min. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, you know, it's like you just did something you're really passionate about and then you yeah. jump on a phone call. So it's like yeah. I can feel that energy yeah. just being like inserted into me too. So yeah. um, it's really yeah. exciting. So now that everyone knows um, that Shang Mean, what, what it means to like build a lifestyle and all this stuff, I'm, I'm sure I have a lot of listeners who are in corporate, you know, and in business and just working jobs and stuff. And um, I think they'd love to hear like how, you know, this, you're a badass woman. We got to be honest. I got, I got some lady listeners. I want to know like how you built your career. And because you, you had an amazing career, you know, in, yeah. in corporate. Yeah. And so tell like, the audience like how that went about and then how you became so passionate about life so I think we, they could probably tell where it's going like you're gonna hit this sort of wall right <laughs> but tell them what you were experiencing in the corporate workplace and yeah well I was I I was I think I grew my background or the the way I was educated growing up it's very similar for a lot of people cross cultures it's like um, I was educated or grow up telling me that you have need to good grades, go to good university, get a good job, be stable, and probably get married at some point of time, and then have children. Uh, and I was, uh, and I was in a cultural background that um, there is uh, attitude difference towards boys and girls. Even like my family wasn't that obvious, but I could, I could, I could take, I could, I, I, I took those in when I was a little. So like I was, I was very, well, I'm still in, but it's a different way. I was very, very competitive and I wasn't competing with girls. I was competing with males, like all the time through my, most of my life. So like, I was like, I needed to prove myself. I can be successful in a career much better than most men. Uh, so, um, and all those things, like, you know, like the, 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 the expectation of the society of the family, like you have to be successful. And then in, a, in our society, the definition of success is actually very narrow. It's like title, company, salary, uh, like your annual income. That's not set, set. And then the net worth, if you are old enough, mm-hmm. people talk about net worth. So for like, probably starting from, I was aiding through the way to age of 30, 31, I was really concentrated on my career. It's like, I don't care about nothing else, but I have to, you know, like prove myself in a career. So like everything, like I used to, I I still do, like I write emails annually to my friends because I have a lot of friends who is all over the world. So I, I like to update update them like how I was doing in the past one years. Like 
seriously every year, only up until recent couple of years. Otherwise, I was always talking about my goals or my achievements or what I did about my career. And of course, I moved up. I'm good. I'm really, really, I was really, really good. So I moved up and my last, my last, last phase was in China. I was in charge for a French company, like luxury company for their market in like budget, uh, visual merchant, like display and then merchandise. But then, you know, with all the personal growth, I was working with myself. And then I also started in, in this sphere, I started thinking about what I want in life. At the same time, I need to have good health to keep up with that career because it was a really, really demanding mm. career. Like 12, 16 hours nonstop for a month. It's like oh. just normal. So then, and I, 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 I am a person with many interests. So that's a feeling within me, probably like five, six, five, six years ago, like the career achievement is not enough for me. Not any, like, it's not enough. I like, I want more for my life. So I started to kind of finding how can I have more? So um, I started to plan my time better to get clear exactly what I want because we all want many good things. Mm -hmm. But if we allocate like our time, uh, like into small pieces, I heard a term like time confetti. That means like all the time is not focused and, um, it's scattered. Mm. Nothing can come out of those, you know, like we have to concentrate on things so they will grow. So um, on the process, like the first thing I, I work on is my health and fitness. So I started going to the gym. So imagine like already working 12 hours or more and then finding time to go to the gym. You, you need some, you need to work on something to find that time. And, and I guess like, with this idea starting, it just snow, it not snowball. This is probably not wrong. It just it keep growing that I, I find more things that I wanted to do. For example, I was my last company was a French company. I wanted to understand whatever people were talking about in headquarters. So I went into a French class. Uh, I was into like coaching. So uh, and then like all the psychology stuff. I went to get my psych psychology counselor license. So then I find I I realize that everything is possible, but you need to know what you really want and how you what kind of balance you are looking for. Because if you don't have mm -hmm. this clarity in mind, it just you 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 know a lot of people who try A and then gave up and try B and then gave up and then it seems like they have all the opportunities they have, but nothing bear fruits. Mm. So like along the, the, the process, it's like I really embraced or started to embrace the idea that, you know, everything is really possible. It's just whether I have the courage to want them and mm. go for them. Because my, my, my colleague used to think that I'm crazy. I work long hours. I got up at five, going to the gym, even when it was snowing. And then I will, you know, like I run, I ran four departments, but I still managed to get out of work most like on time, most of the days. And then the, the business was there. I, my team and the, the whole company was hitting the uh, business target. So that means my, my, my department was run, running properly. 
Mm. And I write for my friend, my friend's platform, um, and all those happening. You know, I went to classes during weekends and so on. So like they, they, mm. they were people thought that how could I manage everything? You can't. It's, that was I. It was intense, but there was the balance I wanted back then. Mm. So a lot of people thinking that balance is like feel feeling very chill and relaxed and not doing much. It's not. It's not. It's it's it's. It's a misconcept. Like if you really look into the things that you the part you want in life, you will find a way for the balance that you want. So like mm-hmm. I I that's how I learned um along the way through my corporate life. So in the end, I was kind of like coaching my team to have a life outside of work. I never encourage overtime. Uh, I encourage them to have. A personal life and engage in things that they are really interested in, and really think about their career path, whether this is this is what they want or not. Which is not is which is unorthodox because basically most of the boys mm. want their team to stay, you know, as long as possible. But that was not my vision for my team. Um. So this was like my most my journey of my career uh, life. And then I realized, you know, that the career is here to support me to live a life. I don't live my life for my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and that, that, that's, that's a huge uh, shift because I don't, I don't, I didn't grab onto the so-called sense of security coming from work anymore. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity just opened up, you know, I can see myself doing various things other than that my job title defined me of course mm. I had I had a very very good job title but it was it was just a label and then you know when we are freed from the labeling we are free and it, it's just a really liberating uh, experience and later on you know doing all these things all together and also my career uh, progress and all together around like four years ago I started to consider, you know, I ask my, myself these questions all the time. Is this the kind of life I want for the next 10 years in my life? I basically had this reflection like every year. And things like, I'm kind of like, um, I was kind of at a peak in a way in that position, in that function uh, and considered marketing, my market size. So I needed to think about like seriously what I, what, I wanted to go next step in my mm-hmm. career. So I asked my, myself the question, is this life you want to live? And is this life or this career or this lifestyle is going to bring me to the financial situation that I wanted in the next 10 years? So I, take, I took these, um, I, I asked myself like these questions over and over because I had, I had this thing that I wanted even more. I'm a greedy person. So even more, and you know, like I wanted to serve. A corporate job is definitely not supporting the serving stuff. <laughs> especially, no, I was no in, yeah, especially I was in a city. So this- You're in China, I, right? Changmin, most of your yeah, career I, was in I, China? I, based, I was based in uh, Shanghai for eight years. So eight years so, in, in Shanghai. Eight years um, in Shanghai, two and a half in Italy, and three years in India. That's like really <laughs> cool by itself, you know, like yeah. for people listening to know, like you did all of this in different cities. Now, 
Uh, what company? So the French company was that in China? Was it the same company? Were you were you being no, transferred? No, like um, I had I had I kind of reinvented myself a couple of times. My first career, okay, it wasn't a career. My first two jobs was in marketing, and at the beginning was with an Indian company expanding in um Taiwanese or or the Pan Asia market, and then I moved into high T hardware, you know, laptop computers. Uh, still mm. for Indian market uh, with a Taiwanese company. And then I had, oh, like I had a depression when I was 23 because I was so unhappy matching the social expectation of success. I was successful. I had a very good job compared to my peers just coming out of university, but I was miserable, mm. like inside, like mentally. So I had a depression and I, I found a way to get out of that depression uh, it was a long journey, like probably for one year and a half. And then I decided I, I decided right then for the rest of my life, I didn't want to do anything because it was expected of me. Mm. And being in fashion was a childhood dream. Like I, I, I was exposed to, exposed to art since I was really little. So I like design, I like creativity, I like beautiful things. So, and then uh, being in fashion was a childhood dream so um at the age of 25 I decided to go for it you know if I, I if I didn't go for it I wouldn't I I would have never known whether I could make I could make it or not oh, so I decided to go for it I moved from India to uh Italy uh I, I was ba- mostly based in Milan um so I was there for two years and a half and through so that was the point like 25 26 that was the point that I officially entered fashion and then through my network in Italy, I was, I found opportunity in China. And uh, I moved from, initially it was an Italian company, and then I moved to a French company. And that's how I built my last career in Paris for like 10, 12 years. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot of different cultures, a lot of different... <laughs> Like, there's a lot going on there. Um, yeah. I'm curious, like, do you think it was just your competitive nature from, like, a, from, the, from the get, like, your competitive nature that was just driving you through this, this career path? Like, you know, because you, t- you said earlier, and I kind of, I, I get that vibe from you, too. You're just, you, you, you know, you're so driven, you know, <laughs> that you were just, yeah, you were just, you are going to make it work, like, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, for sure, the competitive nature serves serves me very well, and but I think like also like my my depression experience mm-hmm. that after that I I realized that the, the worst emotion a person at least for me that's my that's my belief a worst emotion a person could have it's remorse like feeling regret not doing something. So I told myself that. I don't know how much money I'm going to earn this life in this life. I don't know how successful in social defi- in society definition I'm going to be in this life. But on the day I die, I don't want to say I regret something, something. Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, I think that that it's an even bigger driven driving force for me. Like if I want something, I want to go for it. I can I can stand failing but I cannot stand being regretful. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah so that that's that's one and also like I guess like even a lot of people would think like oh that's a hard life you know like you work so much in all the foreign countries dealing with immigrations and you know at some point of time I was struggling for money as well um but for me it's like because I know I am just doing the things I want and I'm being myself I wasn't cold for you know being someone else or doing something for others sake so I was mm -hmm. I was feeling really free and light mm -hmm. so for all those things it's just experiences mm -hmm. and and yeah so that's that's another thing that I don't know where I got this I haven't figured it out I don't like to waste time because I think mm. time is very precious. We have, every human being has an expiration date. We just don't know when. Mm -hmm. And, and my, my belief is that since I am in this world and I'm going to die someday, and when I die, I'm not going to take anything. <laughs> I'm not going to take anything with me. So really? I want to have fun. And I want to have maximum I can get because that's my definition of fun. Mm. So, so I think that this, this, I mean, people don't talk about that. I was really curious about that when I was really little. So um, I kind of explored this concept on my own through like also my depression and later on uh, some opportunities. So when I know that, you know, all these beautiful things, like the title, the money, uh, the house I'm going to build, I'm not going to take them away. So for me, it's just, it's a game. It's, it's just a playground. Name of life. life. Yeah. So like, and then, so I want to get the best out of everything. So I don't waste time. I don't waste time to do things because it's nice. I want to mm. do things that I'm really passionate about. And then I can learn, I can experience. And I am a person who really look for new experiences. So I wanted to, I, I'm not saying that I never say no. Of course, there, there, there's a point that I don't feel comfortable or awkward or afraid. But I, I had this thing like in me, like I want to maximize my experience in this world, in this life. Mm -hmm. So mm. I think putting all these together, they are quite powerful uh, for me mm -hmm. um, to... And I don't really see so-called bad things, bad things. I know I, I, I developed this thing that whatever, whatever uh, we don't like or that's uncomfortable, it's just here to, you know, like mm -hmm. give me a lesson or send it up to a better person that I need to be so I can have better things. So like with this uh, belief, it's very hard to put me down. Like, of course, I will have, like really downtime, but I don't. I I wouldn't be down like for too long. Mm, down but not out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to hear like if you were to, because I think we know most of the population. Unfortunately, like it's it sucks. Like I think we kind of know that a lot of people are doing things maybe their whole lives. You know that they don't enjoy. They're not passionate about. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think we both know because we're in it and we, we talk to people every day like this, that it eventually becomes something like kind of the older you get, the more stubborn you are and the more you kind of yeah. just, you don't look at like, you don't ask questions, you don't ask why. So yeah. 
I'm wondering what it was for you that like has allowed you to always, well, one, if you're, you're scared of doing something, cause like probably 99% of the things you do, like <laughs> the average person is, would be intimidated to do that. You know, whether it's surfing or starting a business, coaching someone, you know, going back to your corporate career, like just all the things you're doing there, like what would be, I guess, maybe think back when you were younger, like what made you so capable of like taking on new and scary things, you know, was it the remorse? Like you don't want to regret it's so, it's so strong that you're like, I'm going to do it anyways. Well, I, yeah. Like I can share like experience when I was, I, I had a depression and then it got too much for me. Uh, I was at a point to tell myself that either you kill yourself or you try to, you know, like find a way to crawl, crawl out this, this, this shit hole. Well, I love it. Yeah, like, yeah, seriously, I pray to die every single night. I wasn't, I'm not joking, for six to eight months. And I think, like, for the grand scheme of the universe, I chose later to find a way to, uh, to get myself back up. So I, wow. went to, uh, I went to my very first personal development program. And in one of the scenarios is that uh, we were kind of, putting into the zone, imagine that that is a world disaster, you know, in the movies, that the world is going to end and here is the boat. The only limited amount of people can go in. So now everyone needs to justify why mm. do you deserve to go on that boat? Mm. Mm. So it was my turn. And you know, like the scenario, because the whole, whole training, the scenario was so real, like you are fighting for survival. And you are fighting for to prove yourself. And the proving self is a very strong sense that we, we had growing up. We always need to prove ourselves. So like I stood up and I started talking and like midway through myself talking, I realized the reason, all the reason I gave why I, did, why I deserved to be on that boat is I had so many things I wanted to do, but I didn't do. Wow. Like all, all of my reasons, you know, like there was a shocking and terrifying realization about myself. Like Mm. exactly how many times I got to wait to really get to something that I wanted to do. And... And uh, yeah, there, there were a lot, a lot of exercises. This one of them that really shocked myself to the core. And of course, later on, the coach was asking me, so how much time you, you still want to wait to really get to the things that you want to do? And, and so I, like, I mean, like, I'm still scared. Every day, now it's winter, it's our serving season. So every day I went to the beach, like I, I started feeling like vomiting at home. Really? Yeah, it's it's like you know, like Friday, I got cuts and then bruises so badly I couldn't wear shoes because if I put my feet in the shoes, they hurt. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it's I'm still I'm still afraid, and then you know, like coming up talking on the podcast or reaching out to clients, and every time mm. I got a new clients, I will, of course, I'm I'm also afraid like. I wanted to I want to support that person and then I will question myself whether I can mm. support this one. They are they are like we have this mental chatter running all the time. And 
Mm-hmm. And but with that experience, I I can't. I I would rather sleep with fear than not doing it. Mm-hmm. Ah,、uh, that's one thing. And along the way of since then till now, I also learned that I'm a person when things got comfortable, I got uncomfortable because I know I'm not growing,、mm-hmm. and or I'm not. You know, expanding、uh, my experiences, and that's a scary part for me.、Mm. Because, like in 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 a natural way, like we always grow and we slow down, and then part of us will die, and then we will grow out of that again. That's a natural cycle. So when I get comfortable, I kind of for me it's kind of okay. I slow down, and the part of me will die, and then I need to grow out from something. So.、Um, So I hate to be too comfortable. I mean, it's a, it's、mm. a really it's a really conflict. Ah,、uh, see, for example, I am always I most of the day I am afraid when going to the beach, but when I go in and I catch a wave, that that is comfortable. That I、mm. know I'm doing something that I really want. I'm the space I really want. So it's kind of a combination of both. And for me,、mm. that is. That's the best situation to go through my day.、Mm. Of knowing I am always at the edge. I'm not, you know, like pushing myself off cliff, but I'm at the edge. I have all the view of beautiful things that I created, and I am on my way to create more. So,、mm. uh, this is also like I can't. I I'm pretty aware that whether I am. In my comfort zone too much, or not? It's just I think like it 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 become a habit, you know. Like when things become a habit, yeah. And I see the benefits it brings. I'm more willing to do it, even it's uncomfortable, you know, like on the surface. Right,、yeah. right. I think that's what we were just talking about. Is like people get, I mean. I think we both experience it to some extent. <laughs> the habitual nature of just like、yeah. doing the same thing over and over again.、Yeah. I think that's obviously when you work a nine to five. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of time it could be that way. <clears throat> Excuse me, because I feel like there's just very few opportunities. Because like once you do the job, that even that becomes mundane, and you have to find ways to like add something to it. And obviously, in jobs, that can be really hard because you know usually the corporate world isn't like. It's easier to level up almost on your own, you know,、yeah. than it is in corporate. I think people know that, like entrepreneurs and, and all that. Like that's kind of what we're talking about.、Um, so yeah, it, it is fascinating. I think also it's like for people listening, it's like sometimes your purpose and the things you enjoy, like those are. I think kind of what you're saying, Shangmin, is those are the harder things to actually do. Like、yeah. you're scared to go surf some days, but then、yeah. once you're out there, and then especially afterwards, you're feeling the energy of it, the rush,、yeah. like. That's what you're doing it for. Like even like you know, sometimes I'll have I'll do a podcast and I'm like just beforehand it's like I'm almost like dragging a little bit, but then I'm doing it. And I'm like I I know I should be doing it. So it's like you almost have to like work with yourself a little bit, you know, like let yourself、totally. know, like yeah, yeah, like you know, recently I made my own you know purpose statement, you know, and now I I try to like instead of doing certain things or or like going about planning a certain way, I'll just 
you know, make sure those things in my purpose statement are like, I'm putting activities that go along with that. And then naturally like my days are better. My weeks are better. My months are better. Um, So there's a couple of lessons there. Yeah. It's like your purpose and the things that like you're scared of are typically the stuff that's like making you alive. So um, I don't know if you have any advice on top of that, on, on top of everything I've just said on like how to like push through that, like, you know, that mind clutter and that fear to just do it, you know, is it just remembering how good it feels afterwards or during it? Is that kind of one of your things you're doing? Um, I mean, like, um, because I talk about clarity a lot and mm-hmm. uh, your question just reminded me um, a, com- uh, a conversation I had with uh, an acquaintance. Uh, she told me like she was, she was feeling foggy through her life um, she wasn't so sure uh, how the life would go. So I was inviting her, you know, like really like book a call, like like strategic call with me to see where she is. And then she told me like, but I'm afraid that when I really know what I want, I will realize mm-hmm. I can't do it or I, I am not capable of reaching it. Um, this is actually, for me, it was, a, it was an interesting uh, opinion, but surprisingly, it wasn't so uncommon, but, but then like, let's, let's, let's get out of the series of life, pur- the, the topic of like life purpose, it was too serious. Let's say yeah. today we are going for holidays. We will never say, oh, I'm going for holiday, but I'm afraid to find out where I want to go. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to. I have to. I have to decide. Like, okay, this holiday I'm going to French Polynesia, so I can start finding information about French Polynesia, how I'm going to go, where I'm going to stay. So you have to know where you want to go, so things can happen. But if if you don't, you kind of ah, oh, I kind of know. Probably it's New York or LA. <laughs> it's like. Uh-huh. The two very different cities. Yeah, very different cities, and on other side of the United States. Um, so I would encourage to really sit down and find a clarity. Mm-hmm. And once the clarity, if you can like, and then if the clarity, the vision that you can like, one can emotionally engage. For example, I also have my purpose statement. And you know, like I kind of copy them every day just to get it into my subconscious. And you know, like when I copy them, I will smile. And then I will stop in, 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 in one paragraph and start, started like visualizing. And I was happy, you know, I was engaged in that thing. And I know the more I am emotionally engaged, the more I'm willing to do for it. Mm-hmm. and another thing is that in our traditional sense goal setting means that you you should reach that goal you shouldn't fail but it doesn't work this way in life mm-hmm. we can set goals we do whatever we can to go there but the goal is not our scoreboard of life mm. the process and the energy the willingness and then mm-hmm. everything we put in to go to that goal it's what life is about 
but everyone, a lot of people taking the corporate goal setting uh, mindset into their life. And so like, it's just too painful because people will keep seeing themselves failing. And then they define failing as failures, which mm-hmm. are two very different things. <laughs> right. So, so it's, it's like really get the clarity and knowing that our job is do everything we can to get to that thing that make us so emotional. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's right. not about validating how many years that I get to that goal or, or whether I get to that goal exactly how I picture it. It's, it's, not, it's not life that, that it's, that's, if this is the way, you know, we don't need to create those. We can just, you know, like the movies, we have like this programming into all the people and everyone had each task. It will be much more easier, you know, simpler. Mm-hmm. And, we, and then we don't need a diversity in this world anyway we are just need to set up goals and everyone's goal is and it's like earning this <laughs> x amount of money so why do we need so many personalities and not so many career cultures and you know all these things so um that's that will be my advice clarity and knowing yeah. that the importance is in the process of how much of yourself you put in i mean like Personally, I believe I will get to where I will get to whatever I want to go at a certain point of time when it's time for me to arrive. But mm-hmm. if I am fixated on when am I going to get there, I will just ignore the whole process. I wouldn't enjoy the process. So imagine if a goal took me takes me 10 years to arrive and I was so fixated I'm so fixated on getting there. These 10 years, I won't enjoy it because every single day, I will just be asking myself that, how come I'm not there yet? How come I'm not there? It's not, it's not, that's not fun. And life for me is to have maximum fun. <laughs> so maximum happiness and maximum fun. Mm. Um, yeah, so, so if like in this, I mean like this mindset served me super, 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 super well. Mm-hmm. and I achieved big goals before and I have even bigger goals for myself in the mm-hmm. coming three years so if if I don't adopt all this mindset it's just stressful all the way and that's not good for the health I have to say yeah yeah well no I mean you 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 know, the word clarity you know can be like some people think they have clarity maybe they really don't actually, you know, and I, I did a post recently and I, I just titled it conscious versus unconscious. Um, and it's something I've like become like super aware of lately. Yeah. Um, very sensitive to is just like unconscious culture versus like, you know, conscious culture. And yeah. to put that like simply, you know, yeah, spirituality is a part of, you know, being conscious, you know, and yeah. you mentioned meditation. So like, yeah. For people listening, you know, obviously that's like where you get started, <laughs> you know, like finding clarity. I, I truly believe like you really don't find true, like deep, meaningful clarity, like talking about your life purpose, like the relationship you want, the career you want, like you really don't fully understand it unless you've taken the time to spend time, like not doing anything, which is what meditation is, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think it's, you know... If, if so, if you're someone who's listening to this and you're like, well, I've tried all that other stuff, 
do you haven't tried meditation yet? Like that's like so many people I'm like, if you, if you're having confusion in your life, it's because you're not sitting down with nothing and letting the answers come to you. You're trying to force things. And, you know, you talk about planning too. And sometimes we got to be careful with that. Right. Cause it's like, sometimes we like, we may over plan or like put like so yeah. many weird, weird, crazy goals <laughs> um, you know, that are like, they're like, they're great. And it's like, it's great to shoot high. Like you talk about like shoot high. And, and I think everyone should want to, you know, leave the legacy, if you will. And um, yeah. so something I've this year, I don't know if I've told you before, like this year that like this year, I've really, I, I, I think I tried to over like achieve and like really overly plan my days and my weeks and my months. And uh-huh you know, it, it was, it kind of made me experience burnout in a way yeah, yeah. Um, where now I'm like, I have my purpose statement. And I, if you have your purpose statement, you have what you should be doing. Like, I want to flow from a more intuitive place, yeah. you know, like, so I want to, I kind of wanted to get what your thoughts were on like how you go about since lifestyle coach, right? Like how you go about like your days and your weeks, like, do you have an extensive to-do list? Like, how would you like, go about when you're coaching people like how do you let them know like is it from a feeling place like obviously we have things that are on the calendar (laughs) that we need to do um you can't just completely go free into the wind but I'm curious how you go about it um I have to say like uh it took me quite a lot of time at least much more than I I expected um to switch from the pure corporate mode into uh, my lifestyle right now things like you know like I used to work for 12 16 hours then now like for me like eight hours a day it's like oh, I cannot do it anymore <laughs> so um, and and then like um, serving is an important part and for you know if I if I was the old me serving is play and then I would judge myself. Oh, you spend too much time playing, like every morning, four hours. What did you? What are you doing? You know, like so. Um, so true. So, like how I like now I'm I'm like after almost three years, <laughs> I am in a quiet, um, uh, intuitive and uh, flowing space. It's I block my calendar. For example, my morning I call it self care time. I can decide to sleep in and usually you will be surfing and after surfing, I want to have a coffee and chill with my surfer friends. So I don't want to rush myself. If I, I started booking my uh, meetings at 10 a.m. So I will allow like around five to at least zero, like 9.30 is my time. But most of the time, if I, I, I don't have a book at 9 a.m., 10 a.m., then I just like my morning, like 11, 12, that is my time. So it's flexible and I make sure I am in a calm state of mind doing things for myself and mm-hmm. things that I think it's important for my spirituality, for my social uh, life and all those. It's just me. Mm. And then I, I only have two meals a day. So usually my first meal will happen between 10 and 12. So, um, so I, I had my, I had my first meal. I could read, uh, along with my meal. That's fine. And then I started my day around 1230 or 12. 
1 p.m. depends whether I talk to people um, till like four. And at mm. four o'clock, uh, it's time to prepare for second meal. And if it's take the cat out of the picture, <laughs> uh, I will start uh, like my work again around six or 6.30 or seven maximum. And then I will work into Wow. My 9.30 p.m. Sometimes that's a unique, like, yeah, that's a unique, like, end of the schedule. That's... Yeah. So, yeah. so and, 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 yeah. Like, because I want the morning for myself. So, then uh, it's different from, from, like, usually people will do, you know, have the evening for themselves. I don't mind. And the evening is quiet. So, if I am mm. in a flow, sometimes I can work till 10.30. I try mm. not to past 10 30 otherwise i won't have enough sleep since i got right. up at like five four or something or the, around these hours so uh that's that's my um mm. how my how my can how my like time blocking usually look like and uh i don't check messages usually in the morning I'm like because because like messages is like something well, that's for me right <laughs> yeah, if I know like I'm getting on with someone that I will check or I'm waiting for some messages I will only check that message specifically right. I won't check other emails messages no because um, you know like messages it's something unexpected and mm-hmm. our um, human nature is that we want everything to be certain to be expected mm. to, so, so we can go into that calm state of mind so mm-hmm. like I did a comparison. If I started checking and replying, I started the day a bit restless. Mm. So I just don't do it. And sometimes I don't do it till the, the evening or before, you know, I got a bit tired about to prepare uh, for my second meal that 30 minutes. So I sometimes I'll wait even till like the afternoon and started checking. So anyway, I was a bit tired. I couldn't concentrate anymore. So it's good to do some random stuff. Mm. When you talk about to-do list, I have things written down, like what I want to do uh, each day. And then I don't cram myself with to-do list anymore. It's just a key point. And I don't expect myself to, uh, to mm-hmm. accomplish 10 things a day anymore. Because mm. probably it's also because I move out from corporate. So I don't have those like administrative things, small things I needed to do. So everything I do now for my work, I make sure they are on point. They are the most important thing to get things moving forward. And if, mm. and if I plan too much and there was something that I don't get to do it a couple of days in a row, I will ask myself again whether this is the thing I have to do now. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I have kind of to-do list, but all my to-do list link to first the vision statement, uh, the vision statement you talk about. And then on the vision statement, of course, there will be, for example, like for me, on my vision statement is my house. You know, the house I want to build. Uh, my business, my relationships. So I will um, break down like probably three most important, three to five most important things that I need to plan and get to, to get these things moving forward. 
And so mm-hmm. everything I do should related to these. Mm. Um, yeah, and of course they are come. Uh, they are um, yeah. So like, if you look at into my calendar, you will find like everything I do actually really fall into three very big categories. There's nothing okay other than washing dishes. We always need to feed ourselves, but like the the the, the work, the so called work schedule mm-hmm. um it's really falling into those big chunk uh, mm. of things i don't and and uh you mentioned that you know a lot of people don't sit down to really take the time for themselves to think mm. so actually i allowed also huge blank of time because well, other than my morning, I have meditation and so on. And on my day off, I kind of allowed more blanks to have things, not thinking about things. And I also like try to myself, I, I don't do it like perfectly, but I will always remind myself that the vision, it's always first. So I need to spend time on it. Because we always have, we always have, have the urge that oh I need to do this one thing because it's under to do, and it's going to help me. But if the vision is not constantly on point and connected, all those things doesn't matter. Mm. So and of course, like I think we both know we are on this journey of creating our own business. You know things can change really fast. Hmm. So, and then how we want to run our business and the resources we need for our business also change pretty fast. So like the, the time to review, to think, to ask, is this mm. what I need and what I want right now going forward? Mm. It's very important. I used to do it like only once a year, but now it's like every month. Mm. Uh, so like taking time to really sit down and be alone I think is also very important whether you are comfortable being with yourself it's uh, a very very important skill as well so yeah like so this this is how I how I plan my day and I don't yeah I don't I don't you don't really plan it all that much I don't really plan it that into the details I incorporate I know which time I need to finish which, which reports which I need to meet which boss which teammate right. uh, I don't plan down to the dot I just keep the key point in mind and see how I'm going to lace them into my day mm. or into my week and mm. now since my whole situation and all the project change so often and so quickly I don't really do so far. I don't really do year planning anymore. For me, a quarter, and then a five-year vision. It's fine. Mm. So, um, so one of my vision statement is till like April. So it was when I write when I wrote it. It was six months, and then I have a vision of end of twenty twenty-five. These are all I have. Mm. And then probably if things happen faster before April, I will have another six months vision. But then uh, it's about length, uh, time horizon. Like one is for the things that to get 
one is for to get really get, to really get things really moving. One is is a longer horizon, so it's like it's kind of like north and star. Mm. Like that's that's roughly the direction I'm going. That that's mm. fine, and I am allowing also like all sorts of a possibility in because if you plan everything down to the dot, there is no crack for possibilities, and mm. it probably can work for corporate life because they are. A big machine to tell us this is the goal of the company. This is what you need to do. We hire you to do this, but with the lifestyle I'm choosing, I chose right now. It's it's not it's that that doesn't work. I tried and I got sick yeah. every time. Yeah, I feel you on that. No, the the to do list, and uh, I'm very curious because you know I've only I've been out for the past year of the of the corporate space. Um, and I'm curious, and, and you know, you say they work eight hours, but we all know usually work like six hours, you know, you got like an hour of lunch, an hour of like breaks, bathroom breaks, you know? Um, but no, that the, the to-do lists are like me personally, like I had just a running with it. I know I already talked about it. Um, so I love how you talk about like just intuitively flowing with your day. And this kind of goes back to being conscious versus unconscious. Cause one yeah. person would be like, that sounds terrifying to me, you know, just to go yeah. into my day that, that would tell me that that person, you know, you're not, you haven't taken the time to like, you know, really get into spirituality, meditation and these things to kind of like access, you know, what is important to you, you know, what makes you feel. And that, that's kind of what I wrote down from what you were saying is like, pay attention to how you feel, yeah. you know, like, cause we make a to-do list based off of sometimes it's, it's our, it's our, yeah, it's our, it's our ego planning how we kind of want things to happen. Yeah. yeah. Whereas a lot of the time, like the universe has a little bit of a different plan for us, a little bit of a, of a tweak in our, in our process. Yeah. But, but like from what you said, you can't go wrong if you're living out your purpose and you're living out your vision and you're doing the things you enjoy. Like, cause if you're, if you're doing the things you enjoy, it make you feel great. And you're testing your boundaries. You're making yourself uncomfortable from time to time. You're, obviously, that always needs tweaking. Our purposes yeah. change, yeah. you know. For, uh, so, I feel like as long as you're doing those things, like, yeah, we're gonna have our goals and we're gonna write some things down. Our vision, maybe a manifestation. I'm, I'm curious to ask you about that too. But, um, you know, but it's like we don't. We almost. I feel like we don't want to attach ourselves too much to because we change. You know, like yeah. it's like holy crap, like. What if I don't want that? I mean, obviously, if you're really clear on your purpose right now, then for that person, it's, you know, it's pretty clear that you can write something down and it's like, that's the direction you're heading. And that's amazing. I think for us too, we can probably feel confident with that kind of stuff. Maybe with some other people, like they may not feel as comfortable or as confident with it. (laughs) But I think like, um, also one thing is that people are scared. They think they made a decision. They make the decision now. They need to stick to it. But it's it's like, you can always change your decision. But exactly. Oh, I can mm-hmm. I can share the story of my own. It's that I told you like since I was really young, like the goal, the the, the career goal is like something that I need to get. And so mm. um in 2000, I got to my career goal, like the ultimate goal that I set for myself at age 25. Um in 2017, I think. So I was, I knew I was reaching that goal. Uh, it was like a lot of, and it was, it was just like company discussion to whether like I'm going to get, I was going to get that. 
Mm. And then the day of the announcement, I was thrilled. You know, like it was a really quick career trajectory uh, for someone to get to that position um, in, in our industry or in a lot of industries. I was thrilled probably for two days. And, and one evening, like after two days, I was uh, in my apartment and on the sofa, probably watching some Netflix. I, I didn't remember. And then a question just popped into my mind. So what's next? Mm-hmm. I freaked out because nobody <laughs> told me that. You know, like when we growing up, like people will say, oh, if you get that, you are fine. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I already get to my big goal. I was earning pretty good money. I had a really good life, you know, good apartment in Shanghai, and I can afford most of the things that I want. So how how come I am not satisfied? Mm. And asking myself that question, what's next? And you know, like I'm a per- I'm a very reflective person. And since this feeling and then this thought came up, I started exploring why I had this question and how this is going to shape me being in that position I dreamed for and then the whole career path. And of course, I met more people along the way uh, during my travel. I always meet people that I need to meet uh, when, I was tra- when I was traveling. So I, I met some people uh, in, those, in the next two years when I was traveling to different uh, cities and countries. I realized it was like an official, like coming up, up on my consciousness, like being really aware that like goals are like checkpoints. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not a finish line. Our finish line is death. And mm-hmm. before we reach there, there, are, there will be a lot of checkpoints. And the checkpoints we can choose to set it ourselves or that other people set it for us. Well, there was always checkpoint, like listening to like, you should get married or you should have kids. You should mm. like out of school by now. You know, these are mm-hmm. the checkpoints other people set for us. So for me, it's that till the point I have, I had been setting the checking point for us. And it's just that that one was so big and I worked so long. I forgot. It's just another process of life. So when I embraced this idea that I started to, you know, like I, I enjoy like my work. I love my previous job. But at the same time, I feel comfortable to think about my next step. You know, I, 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 I stopped judging myself being unsatisfied. I stopped judging mm-hmm. myself being greedy or I stopped judging myself you know, not allowing myself to be comfortable because I was in a very, com- it was like probably the most comfortable two years I had in my whole life. <laughs> so um, without this judgment, I could really start to plan. So like, don't be afraid to write down like the vision of what mm-hmm. you want. Like mm-hmm. our, we grow with our life and our life grows with us. It's just make sure that it's a conscious decision, not because of yeah. the expectation of others. And then sometimes we grow slowly, sometimes we grow fast. And if it needs to change, everything that, every experience that we have 
getting to that goal is going to help us to shift to another vision that we are going to set. Like for me, like nothing in life happened in vain. Like everything in life has a purpose, whether we know it or not. And it doesn't matter whether we know it or not, you know, it's just be there. And then if we can learn mm-hmm. something from it, it's great. If not, just be there, experience the experience. It's going to set us up for something that we want in the future. So don't be afraid to write down the vision. It can change. It's, just, it's, it's your life. You have yeah. all the right to change it, to shift it, to overthrow it. Like, it's fine. And don't judge yourself to change your goal. It's fine. Like, we all had an experience thinking about, oh, I'm going to binge Netflix, Netflix on Saturday night. And a friend called. We decided to go out. So no Netflix. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. The Netflix will be there when you get back. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when people talk about vision, they also think about, oh, it's like something heavy thinking, something really big. But it doesn't have to be, it could be, you know, it is, you decide how I want to start my morning. If you never think about it, you know, like thinking about how you want to start in the morning could be something that we're thinking about uh, already. And then gradually you can plan your week, your months, and then your year. And it mm. can start with one aspect. It could be your career and it could be, you have an important relationship you want to cultivate. So mm-hmm. get clear about what do you want. And when I say what do you want, it's not expecting the other person to do. It's like how, what kind of experience you want to create? What kind of people you want to spend, spend time with? And mm-hmm. what kind of experience you want to create for others? I mean, like this is like mutual. We cannot keep taking and not giving. It's just mm-hmm. not the way our life works. So start from there. It could be one person. It could be in general, a certain area of, of uh, the, the social life or like health and fitness. So many girls want to lose weight to look good. And they have these big, big goals or like, you know, very strict diet plan. Start small. For example, if you take too much sugar, cut down one third or cut down half. Be that, mm-hmm. that, be, that, that be the vision that you can stick to. Mm. and when you are you can successfully like really control yourself to cut down one third go for the next vision to cut down half and then when you get used to setting visions and setting these kind of goals and setting things in motion that you can have like for example my like one of my goals at some point is to have the apps like you know girls has these two lines (laughs) <laughs> and that took me five years so so, so, like, that too. <laughs> uh, so, so uh that that's that and you know like when surfing i i never I, I never set a goal that i'm going to serve a wave, wave that is like mm. like one one like 10 meters no my goal is always like okay i want to be on the board as much as possible okay mm. i just want to make a little bit of right turn this month and then all putting together i'm here today serving a totally different kind of waves compared to last year Mm -hmm. so the vision doesn't has to be heavy big or you know something you can brag about Mm. but it has to be something important Mm. to ourselves 
Yeah, you hit a lot of good stuff there. There was yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of good stuff there. I, I wrote down a couple of things. I think the the starting your morning thing, like because I look back at my journey and I'm like, I don't think really anything started to happen until I set aside some time for myself. <laughs> like you, like you said, you know, because it's like if you just literally are barely making it to work and barely getting to bed, like. I mean, you know, hey, a lot of times your 20s is spent figuring this shit out. You know, obviously people on different maturity lengths, like quicker because their life happened a certain way where they're like mature at 18. Maybe that was you where you were like super mature at a young age. There's some people who are maybe in their their 20s and they're they're kind of like messing around. But anyways, I think that's a really important thing. It's like if maybe if you could start anything, maybe it's like you look at your morning. I think morning when you get up and before you go to bed routines that make you feel good and get you to a a peaceful place. I know, I think almost every entrepreneur is successful person. Like if you read their books, like whatever, I I always see it on social media and stuff. It's like, but it's true. As much as we look at it, it's like, it's true. true. You might, you might think it's annoying or goofy. Like Mark Wahlberg gets up at like, like 4am every morning. He's like, I'm up. It's time to work out. You know, (laughs) it's like, whatever. That's, that's his thing. And that that also kind of gives me another point is like our thing, like your thing and my thing might not be your thing. And I think that's also a big part of everything we're talking about is like, we're giving advice and we're, we're giving like inspiration, if anything, um, to do what you need to do. And and a little bit of a step-by-step for some of those things. But at the end of the day, it's like, people have to pay attention to their own intuition. Like how can you start your morning you know, that's going to make you feel great and start to prioritize the things in your life that you really want to do. You know, is that a journaling practice, you know, yeah. meditation, stretching? I do all of those things in my morning. I think <laughs> it's great. You know, it's like sometimes I spend like, I think maybe this is you too. I spend like way too much time. On my yeah. morning. It's, it's like, but, I, but I'm like, I'm really enjoying it. And I'm like, yeah, sir, there's part of me that's like, I should probably like, go and that's I think that's the ego talking and that's a little yeah. bit of like our, our past former self talking yeah. it's like you need to go do something yeah but like but we both know like what I'm doing right now is very beneficial and it feels amazing so that there must be some yeah. value um in that so yeah I think the starting your morning thing is amazing and I know you talked about like society's goals yeah. so there's kind of a theme there it's like you know the whole society thing. I don't know if you if you have people in your in your circle, Shangmin, that tend to say things like, "Ah, man, you know, I probably should get married soon," or like, you know, oh, my like, parents they are constant <laughs> reminder of how society expected of me. So <laughs> that's like, you know, it's it's my my mom too, same way, Shangmin. She's like, she's like, Kevin, you know, it's just I swear to God, Shangmin, it is every day. Every yeah. day, she somehow, somehow, so she says that, that to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, she'll even if it's a text or a call, you know, like she's just she's so funny like that. I but I think it's just obviously a generational thing, you know, like, but it's 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 such a problem, you know, that people think they have to do things. They're so attached to that society standard it's like and they they don't even know it because it goes back to the unconscious sort of living like I hear my friends sometimes and you know they'll be I can kind of they don't know they're doing it but they're like you know you know might get that ring soon or you know I probably should get married or I I, I gotta get a girlfriend you know it's like (laughs) 
it's like i do you like i don't know like like do you want to do that like is that yeah. what you want to do because if it's what yeah. you want to do then great you know do it um but there's just like there's a certain amount of money you have to make i mean i'm never going to tell anyone not to make money no, and I want love money. to make money i yeah. love money but like you know, like some people will just say that I want a lot of money, but what's a lot means? If mm-hmm. you really want a lot of money, sit down, do the plan and visualizing mm-hmm. the lifestyle you want. You know, the lifestyle I want, it's going to cost me a lot. And I am ready to do whatever to get there because I know that's what I want. And nobody expect me to do that much because that's not how I grew up and that's not how my parents expect expected me. But that's a lifestyle I want. I really sit down. I care, you know, like we did this exercise. So like let me we can like I love money. Money make miracles. But exactly how much money you need to make the miracle that you need. Then it's like I mean, like clarity, clarity is the key words of today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like how you're going to go about it. Like I like, I come from the belief too, but I'm curious to hear like what your opinion is on it. Like kind of what I said earlier, like, I think like I'm, I'm definitely, I have goals and I have things like a manifestation vision. I'm, I'm kind of new to that. Like, I've, I mean, I've been doing manifestation for a while. I don't know if, um, if I think it's like, it, it's great, but I've come to be lately like, I'm just going to do the things that I love and like life is going to play out amazing, you know, from that, from that way. And then kind of when you're talking about money, like, so, so let's give an example. You're like, if you're like a naive kid, right. Who just loves playing soccer, you know, and he just gets really good at soccer. Like this kid, like, you know, it's not like he, you know, seven-year-old kid is like, you know, I mean, most seven-year-old kids aren't like, I need this much money. Or I'm going to make this much money. No. But guess what happened to him? He literally, you know, he's the best player or whatever. You know, he just, he goes on to be a professional soccer player because he just, he just focused on what he loved. Yeah. And it became a significant salary paying him to do what he yeah. loves. Yeah. And I think that's like, it's really hard to rewire our brains because what you talked about earlier is like yeah. school, you know, society stuff, like we get wired into thinking like, I got to get this job and specific task thing that I'm going to do marketing. I'm going to do marketing and I'm going to do sales and we narrow our skills down, but not to say that's a bad thing because having specific skills is amazing, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, it's like, yeah, there's this, this, this weird thing that happens to us. Like if, if we were to just be that naive, there's not like that. There's a lot we can learn from kids. They just do what they love. They don't, they don't like, ask why they're gonna do it like they just do it (laughs) just yeah yeah Yeah, I think like uh, what you mentioned is also like very important Uh, a lot of people will say okay this is also a big topic like we follow our intuition doing what we love and I'm not I'm not saying that um so focus on what we love then we won't need money anymore because the reality is that there will be some people make it in a way and some people doesn't don't make it in a way and um let's leave the make it not make it definition on the side because this will be another discussion it's back to how you can feel right and comfortable with yourself for example uh, entering the entrepreneur journey it's a squat for me 
like financially. But my life quality bump up multiple times. And, and so like, you know, when I was earning that amount of money, I can have, you know, like I'm fine. I spend my, my monthly expenditure is matching that earning. And now my lifestyle, my monthly, my monthly expense is matching my current situation. Or, and of course, like it has other planning and, and so much mm. time. So, so actually we can make do in whatever situation. We better just hope make, we can. Yeah, just <laughs> make do. Is that... Again, it's, it's, it's a conscious decision. I know this is a squat. And people was, people was thinking that I was crazy leaving that career because for most of the people, the money I make, they won't make it uh, for their life. Mm-hmm. So like people thinking that I was crazy. I even have friends asking me, oh, you are approaching 40. How could you, you know, just scrap all your financial security and then... And then figure things out from the, from the top. And like for me, I had this confidence I'm going to make it even better at a certain point of time in the future. It's just whether I want to make my financial security dictate all the decision that I make for my life. Or mm. I am willing to take calculated risk and give myself an opportunity to take another big leap. Mm-hmm. And this is something that everyone needs to think about. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that you, can, you have to do things like me, you know, like scrap everything two or three times in your life and starting over. But it's, it's, it's about... It's back to the big question, how you want to live your life. I, mm-hmm. I, I wrote my obituary. Actually, I think about like, you know, if I'm going to die, how I want to remember me. And if there's one person, at least one person in this world is going to remember me, how I want them to remember me. And for me, I want to be able to say I live a very happy, fulfilling life. And I have a definition, like my definition about happiness and about Mm -hmm. fulfillment. So everything I do is that. So like like my fulfillment, one of the way that I have, I feel that the fulfillment I want to have is keep challenging myself. I always need to know that Mm. I am doing something I I think it's challenging for me. That's, that's my definition. But for some people, probably not. For them, fulfillment is to have a very close relationship with their children. Mm-hmm. Then that is what that person needs to work with. Yeah. Not me. So it can't it circle back to, you know, follow our intuition, learning from kids and so on. But in the end of the day, how we want to live this life. I mean, like if, if people, I don't know whether people at 20s will think about this, but as for me, I know like uh, people at 
past their mid-30s and going for like 40s and then or over 40s, they consciously or subconsciously are thinking about these. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, especially like, like us, we are kind of, I don't want to use the word elite, but we are, we have decent education, decent life standard. Uh, we are exposed to a lot of information. Um, so a lot of people in a similar background more or less, we are thinking about self-actualization, more or less, mm-hmm. whether that person wants to admit it or not. Right. Even, even more money, bigger goals, better life for the family, it's, it's, it's a way of self-actualization of confirming self-worth. So when this question comes up, whether a person is willing to have the consciousness to look into it, I think that makes a huge Difference. I'm not saying you have to do it. Again, it's a choice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think I like you said. I'm blessed and I'm very grateful that, in like a cryptic sense, that I went through the traumas that I did yeah. that led me yeah. to my purpose. You know. Um, yeah. yeah I, I don't know why me or like why like why I was able. Oh, I'm fortunate enough to. Like it's so weird to say I was fortunate to have those traumas. Yeah, I but understand. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've had a lot of them in, in a short amount of time. And it's led me down my personal path of like relationships, like understanding dating and, and this this dynamic on a really deep level. That's just like women, basically women have become my like passion. Hey, you know, it, it treats me well. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I love women. I love relationships. And uh, but yeah, if I didn't have those traumas, I would have done it. And you know, back to what you're saying, it's like, yeah, I, I hope like no one has to I mean but whatever you find it that's your journey that's your mission so it's like because back to what we were saying earlier you know it's like we're all on our own unique individual missions and the more you like kind of stay in your lane per se like the easier it is to like because once you start comparing yourself it's really easy nowadays because of social media like like I've been guilty of it like I've been really guilty of it like every once in a while I'm way more conscious of it now, but like earlier this year, you know, I was just like, I'd be like, man, that podcast, you know, like they're just, I'm not doing it like consciously. It's like, it's that, that chatter, it's that ego. It's mm-hmm. that, that negative Nancy on my right shoulder. That's like, chatting, <laughs> and being like, like, look how good his podcast is and how many followers he has. And like, yeah. like, you know, just like that kind of negative talk, <clears throat> but like, you, that's why you kind of have to remember your mission statement, your why you're doing what you do and, yeah. and stay in it and not get caught up. Cause I think that's the one thing that really holds people back um, is, you know, kind of that, like they have to start from zero, you know? And, yeah. And, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, I understand that's very scary. And also we like, uh, when we growing older, in general, we have much more to lose. For example, like mm-hmm. uh, moving to the decision to move to Italy compared to a decision to move on corporate to where I am now, it's not the same level of decision because I had nothing. Right. And, and when I decided to leave corporate, I had so many. 
so um, I it's 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 a different uh, level of decision and and I, but I think like there there's a saying like everybody heard if you don't make a decision for yourself people will make it for you either way your life is composed of series of decisions consciously unconsciously by yourself or by others right uh, and and I I have to say like the personal growth or the personal path is not is not like not everyone is willing to take. Mm -hmm. And I think both of us as like here, uh, also like doing the work we do, it's because we are as aspired to support people who decide to take this journey. And we know like for us, we will never turn back to not being on this journey anymore. <laughs> so like sometimes it's fucking hard. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. But like we, we won't we won't like we won't choose to start over and not experience it anymore. So um absolutely not. Yeah, so it's it's decision is something that is very, very, very important uh in life. And then I think the key word is like decision, clarity, and you say like conscious consciousness. Um they there are a lot of things like to to um to talk about and then like getting into what we get into and you say stay in your land yeah like stay in your land i i wrote something the other day like uh i think you the the title was something um the only thing and place you need to fit in is a grand scheme of self so it's mm. our self that we need to fit in not the society of course please don't kill someone and break the laws but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but this is this is this with our education there's a lot of uh work we will need to do if this is a, the, the journey we choose to embark um to get back to ourselves this is mm -hmm. we are not lying that oh this is a better way or it's the easier way it's not that's the funny thing is like you think at least it's it might be easy to think that now that you're doing this like oh well you know it's your it's your passion it's your purpose like life's easy now and, and I think maybe people who are living maybe more unconsciously they're not living out their their purpose yet of their life they, they they may maybe look at those people like on social media and be like like what an amazing thing you know it is and you know to just be you know but like it doesn't get easier that's the weird thing it actually like almost like it's easy from a sense that you know it's making you fulfilled yeah. and all these really yeah. positive emotions that come from it but like we said earlier like it's scary to do some of the things you know like yeah. specifically the things that you know you're gonna have to do like yeah. you know and but that's but then you just you you take a step back and you're like but this is what I'm meant to do so like I like um you just remind me something because I think language is a very misleading media to communicate yeah. and to understand the world. But unfortunately, that's the only tool in a way that's the 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 the, the majority of the, the tool that we use the most. So when people talk about an easy life, probably they will think about there's no hurt, no pain, no, you know, those things that we don't like. Mm -hmm. That doesn't call life. It's just surreal. So, I mean, like for me now with all these things, I need all these challenges. 
it's definitely an easier life compared I need to live on other people's standards because I'm happy most of the time. I feel calm. Even when I'm anxious, they are part of me, it's calm. Mm. So again, like whenever you use some words, you, you say like if you someone here like listening saying that I want an easy life, exactly what's easy look like to you. <laughs> because I mean like, you, you know, I talk about surfing a lot and surfing, I always say it's my spiritual partner. And I, I before like this podcast started, I just told you like I got her so much uh, last Friday for surfing on both of my feet. Mm. And um, the other day, a friend, he is a very seasoned uh, surfer. He looked at my uh, injuries and he told me like, if you are still here next year, things will get better. And then, you know, like when, when he said that to me, I had this, I, I wrote, I wrote about it as well. Like, yes, we will get better in things that we love. At the same time, we will get better of being hurt. Mm. And this is just the combination. Everything in life is a balance. If there was no happiness, there will be, there won't be sorrow. This concept won't exist. Mm. So for me, it's about mm. if I need to get hurt, I want to get hurt because I was doing something I loved. Not because I'm doing some stupid things that I'm going to regret or I don't even enjoy. And I mean, like, that is, that's also, I, I wrote about it because when my friend told me that I was really emotional, he didn't tell me it won't get hurt. He told me it will get better. And they still get hurt. They have been serving since childhood. Mm -hmm. So we will always get better in everything. Good things, bad things. That's just the balance of life. Mm. So if, if someone still in the mindset of I want to avoid pain or I don't want to feel that, think about it. You <laughs> are just kind of kidding yourself that it's not going to happen. It yeah. will happen. If, if we can avoid pain, there will be one person at least in this world never know what pain feels like. But I don't think there is a person in this world. It's really impossible. You yeah. Know? So, like you're going to experience like, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like, um, yeah, like physical pain, mental pain, and, and all these. So inevitable. It's more about how we connect to it and then come out from it. I think that it's it's more I mean like I will still go into surfing with this feet. I will I will take the pen for the rest of the day, but I still go, need to go in surfing because that mm. goal is bigger than what would happen. Mm. So um yeah so like it's 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 really about Whether we are, we know where we are going and how important it is to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just staying in tune with it. Yeah, block block out the noise. <clears throat> That's something I've come to like. Yeah, block out the noise. Yeah, like there's a lot of noise. Your own chatter, your friends chatter. You know, like your your family chatter. Yeah, there's lots of things that can like push you off. You know, yeah. and especially yeah. there's just not a lot of people that are. You know, it's I I feel that energy from you, and I feel it within myself that I'm connected. You know, 
um, spiritually, you know, to my, to my mission, my path. And, you know, people won't understand that, you know, and the things you're trying to do, people won't understand it. More like the the average person doesn't really get that. And um, that could be tough, but we love it. So we do it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's about, it's like, it's really like if like people who are listening, whether um, they are, they experience something similar or they are attempted to see how this looks like, just take the first step. You know, if mm. you if you if you feel like this is not what I want, you can always turn back. But if you like mm. you if you never try, you never know. Yeah. And like I can guarantee this will make life much lighter and much easier in a grander mental feeling. Yeah. This is no doubt. You know, I'm a, I have a good example of that because, you know, I'm not even, I'm almost talking as if I've been doing this forever. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. I mean, like, I it just feels like it. Yeah. It feels like it, right? Like, cause once you start doing it, it feels like, like we said, you're in, you're in line, you're in tune with what you should be doing. So then it kind of almost feels like you have been doing it forever, you know? Um, But the reason I brought that up is because like you said, it's like just getting started. Like if you have, I called it, it was like an itch. It was like a voice. Like I knew part of me, like, my journey, you know, the, the guys that know, that listen to my, my podcast, they know what's going on. Like, you know, I had these traumas, like these three relationships, like back to back to back just didn't work. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, uh, obviously at the third, third time's a charm, you know, like it's gotta be me, <laughs> you know, it's gotta be me at that point, you know, I can't like, you gotta face the music, <laughs> you gotta face the music. Like there's something going on here. Um, and it's like, Obviously, I was very fortunate to find this book, this coach, and I and that's and it's funny because like we have similar stories, and I think a lot of people are that way. They yeah. face, they they hit the wall, yeah, and then they have to like. You found a program, I found it. Like we we find these things to like, just kind of get us closer. It wasn't like ideal or perfect at the time, and it won't ever be. You know, yeah. at least it it will get better. But um, to to say like I I started a year ago, no, over a year ago, two years ago. Um, as like a dating coach now that's not really how I identify today but I got started you know and there's going to be moments when we look back and we'll we'll maybe cringe like maybe some things I say um, in my posts on social media like maybe 10 years from now I'll look back and I'll be like oh it's kind of cringy you know but that's like that's kind of the fun of it that's like you know you don't want to be ashamed of who you are and and how you're growing through your process um no and and yeah. yeah And when you say hitting the wall, for me, it's now I don't wait till I hit the wall. I, I, I have been having <laughs> coaches over like past 15, 18 years because I know how quickly my life can shift to the direction I want, you know, help supporting me to embrace the maximum happiness that I want much mm-hmm. more intense or quickly or all those things. Mm-hmm. so like i i usually when i talk to you know people i will say like if you have a tiny little bit of like you say like the voice the each of feeling that you want more mm-hmm. then take it find yeah. a way to take it don't wait until like our point like i had a depression and then you have like 
I don't know, three not working relationship. It's just back to back. It's just horrifying experience. So, you know, like, and, and when, when that happened to me, it was eight, 15, 18 years ago. Nobody was talking about depression. Nobody was, you know, if you are yeah. a high functioning individual, you are fine. You know, like if you are not happy, that's not a problem. And, and so like, but now we are in a time that we can openly talk about it and openly mm-hmm. looking for solutions. So look for, look for support, look for peers and look for, you know, like the, the, the people that you are aspire to and then be with them, work with them. It's, it's, I mean, like I will not, I don't, I don't think that I will live a life without coaches anymore. They are just so important and they expand my mind. And the better we can use our mental faculties, the better life we can create. Mm. So yeah, that it's that it's like my friends always like surprised how much investment I put in to to hire my own coaches. It's, It's crazy, like when you make that shift to like not spending your money on stupid shit, (laughs) that's like the first thing. That's the first thing you kind of realize, like when first you, I think first you figure out yourself, like if it's an emotional trauma you went through, most people it's like, we, like I said, we hit the wall. Um, Maybe, maybe some people aren't facing the wall yet. They're, 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 they're not realizing that they've already hit the wall, but they keep going. Um, but I think that's, that's super important. And, you know, you, you do realize you start to spend more of your time, your energy and your money on conscious things that bring value to you, like you as a person and what you're, where you're trying to go instead yeah. of before. I mean, shit, I, I probably spent like a thousand a month at the bars, <laughs> and, and like restaurants, you know, like yeah. I, I can't even imagine, like, I can't believe how much money I have from less money that I used to make, you know, for yeah, like yeah. just, just, just from lifestyle tweaks and lifestyle habits, like yeah. not being a degenerate, you know, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I want to be like, also just very understanding, you know, people are going through their own phases and their own journeys. And I don't want people to listen to this episode or any of my podcasts. I always try to like bring it back a notch because I, I like to hold people accountable, but I'm also like, like you said earlier, like you just, we're taking small steps here. Like, you know, yeah. I, you know, you're, you're only doing what you're capable of doing in this present moment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is amazing. Like you said, like when you cut out the bullshit, you stop spending like a ridiculous amount of money on clothes or like, I mean, obviously you want to look good, but like not just being <laughs> yeah. outrageously like, yeah. like flexing for people, like maybe buying a car. Like, Thank yeah. God I never got to that point where I was doing any of that kind of outrageous stuff that like, I don't yeah. need, like, because it, it just, we got to think, here's a thing I want to bring up earlier is that we have to think long-term. And I think that's where yeah. people, they fuck up is they, they don't realize that, like they don't want to start at ground zero because, but they're not, they're not realizing that ground zero, like it'd be, it'll be fun if it's what you enjoy. First of all, yeah. you know, ground zero is fun. If you, if you like it and you're enjoying it. So remember that. But then I also remember like you have like time is this sort of like, yeah, we have, uh, we have an expiration date, like you said earlier, <laughs> but like at the same time, like we, 
like time is our resource and our, our, our valuable, like energy space. We don't have to like yeah. totally freak out about it. Like you can spend 20 years, like working on your business. If that's what it takes. If that's your journey. And then all of a sudden you hit get that 20 and you just, the thing happened and whatever. I, I tend to like think that way. I believe yeah. like yeah. everyone's on their own journey. You know, some, some, we got some Justin Bieber's out there who at 14, you know, he was already Justin Bieber, you know, but like, <laughs> But then there's other people who are like, they hit 50 and like, you know, like we tend to pay attention to the the, the younger, you know, yeah. getting successful overnight thing. And, it, you know, in some cases it's, it's very much feasible nowadays with, with social media, but um, going on a tangent, but, you know, there's a lot of important things that you mentioned and um, a lot of themes to this. Yeah. I mean, like there are a lot of topics we talk about. We mentioned today can be a, another like another topic to go uh go inside but i think like lifestyle like back to the very beginning lifestyle it's not painting a fixed picture of things lifestyle is an involvement with our life in each and every aspect and for everyone actually that should be our biggest Mm -hmm. project in life Mm. So we think our biggest project in life is our career. I'm going on the limb to say you are looking things in the wrong way. Mm, that's that's interesting. Like, so that's like unique to how you you said it earlier. But I like it. So you're saying like almost focus. You're you're fo- basically you're focusing on the present moment so much <clears throat> because that's lifestyle. Your lifestyle is right now. It's yeah. how you spend your hours of the day. Yeah. And your career, that's like 50 years, you're 60 years, like that's, that's really long. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, uh, we, we mentioned it, like, of course, this is society wants, but I, like, if we are going to end this podcast, I would say like, mm-hmm. we, like life, the, the, our lifestyle along the way, no matter how they evolve, life is our biggest project. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. That's the, that's, that's the thing why we are breathing. Mm-hmm. and so like if you think that you need to sacrifice a lot for one thing no matter who it's a career or because you love someone and that person mm-hmm. require you to sacrifice everything that you are you are looking things in the wrong way because mm-hmm. life it's why we are breathing and it's mm-hmm. the biggest project and life mm-hmm. is many things it's not to let go one thing for another so if you are in the mindset of like a wife for another, um, look into it because I don't believe it. And that's not what I support my clients to do. Right. And it's not a happy way to live life. Feeling yeah. that we are always sacrificing something we love or sacrificing ourselves. Yeah. We should be prioritizing those things. And it's, it's super fast. I really like the way you put that. Like lifestyle is more important than career because it's like, I, I had a quote that um, I wrote down recently. It was like, how you spend your, um, how you spend your days is how you spend your life. Is that how it goes? Have you heard that quote? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like along with that. It's like, hey, like, you know, take a step back here, you know, like for, for whoever it is, like if you're in a, in a space where you're, you're just grinding at something that doesn't feel right, you know, maybe that's a calling that, to that quote like yeah. you're spending your days horribly 
<laughs> so you don't you're gonna make a horrible life <laughs> yeah no yeah i know like um i'm not saying korea is not important it's it's our sense of achievement so uh it's just uh, what i what i'm like um emphasizing is the feeling whether you are sacrificing or you think that's the only thing i think this is this is like we are here really inviting people to think about yeah, because I feel like if what you're saying is like if you figure out your lifestyle, it's almost like it figures out your career. Like it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah that, that's how I that's how I took it. That's why I like, yeah. yeah, that's why I thought it was so great. Yeah. Um so I had I had like a fun, like lighthearted idea for like, I don't know, the end of the podcast, but for like maybe this like next five to ten minutes. Because yeah, <laughs> this is this is a dating and relationships, you know you know, probably, but this is, you know, like life coaching too. Um, but I'm curious, like, how do you look at dating? Like, what is, what is, I guess being, a, we can almost relate it to women right now, like being, you know, an entrepreneur, like how does dating fit in your life and how do you look at it in your, from your perspective, maybe different from how other people, maybe your friends look at dating and yeah, maybe some, it, if you can offer some tips and some advice for some of my lady listeners, because I don't think they want to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, like I, I think I share with you like the dating the dating or love region topic. It's I has I have been exploring it for a long time. And uh, honestly, I didn't see any point of getting into a relationship with someone uh, before because I am a very self-sufficient woman. I have everything mm. I want um, to a point that I don't know why I need to involve another person. So I, I, I need to even spend time to take care of that person's um, emotion and schedule so on. You know, like I was mm. before um, at my, my, my like 20 to 30, I was in a zone of, I don't want anything to slow me down. I just want to go, I just want to, you know, like charge and get into my goals. Mm. But I was clear that it's my conscious decision. Mm-hmm. I decided I don't want to allocate time for relationships. Of course, I pay mm. my price. I met some nice guy. It never worked <laughs> because I wasn't in that zone. Right. And over time, I get into the space of asking myself, okay, what does dating or romantic relationship means to me obviously as i say i'm not giving up any experience about life and it's an important experience about life so i i also like spend a lot of time seriously i it's a lot of time i even read books in like the history of romance and then like what kind of like uh, relationship is out there you know the mainstream numbers and so on like i explore a lot to really, you know, like ask myself, okay, if today I want to get into relation with someone, even decide to build a life with that person, why? Why do I want that? It's not that I need it. I know I don't need it. I'm fine taking care of myself and I have a lot of good friends. Mm-hmm. So I ask myself why. So I mean, like, um, I know like as, as females, we got rushed, like there are certain times that we need to date. And sometimes it feels like if we don't have a boyfriend, we are a failure because we are not attractive. If you, if some, if anyone feeling this way, I would suggest and invite you to come back to yourself first. Because for me, my love relationship, my best and f- first relationship is always with me. 
Mm-hmm. And in, in my sphere, or I think like a lot of people would believe our relationship is a reflection of ourselves. So mm-hmm. if you don't have a good relationship with you yourself, there will be something coming up in your other relationships, mm-hmm. including your romantic ones. And so like, if you feel like the pressure and feeling, even feel like you are valuable not being with a man or attract a man, come back to yourself. Mm-hmm. Learn to love yourself first and explore what does it mean to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Do this work first. Don't rush to get in to go to another guy. It will not work because you don't love yourself. And if you don't love mm-hmm. yourself, you cannot receive love. And mm-hmm. you know, like we know the rose relationship. Oh, but I want it this way, but you don't love me this way. And you know, this is like the, the typical situation. Two sides cannot really receive love. So they cannot recognize the other one is loving him or her, just not in the way that he or she expects. Mm-hmm. So come back yourself first. And then get clear of what kind of relationship you want. It's okay. You want something that is not serious commitment. Like you want to explore and then it's just a company. It's fine. But be clear about it. And if you want something that can grow into a a commitment, a partnership, be clear about it and be honest. There are so many reasons to fuck up. It's because, you know, the person was telling, they were saying all those right things and get the other side to believe that is also what, you know, like Mm -hmm. the mutually want. Be clear about it. There was nothing wrong. Like, and then like, I have, I have friend who is polygamy. I, I appreciate that. I dated a polygamy and we didn't, we, it didn't work out because I know that's not the relationship I, the kind of relationship I want. But when I was with that person, I was happy. But we are both clear this is not going forward. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. So be clear of what kind of commitment you are looking for and be clear about what kind of people you are looking for. Mm-hmm. I know like there are, there are a lot of ways uh, people say that oh, come on, you are almost 40 and then like don't have those like, you know, like standards. It's just impossible to find that person. Like for me, it's that I would rather not finding that person and then settling down in a relationship. I know in the long run, it's not going to help. It's not going, we are not going to elevate each other's life. Mm. That's the relationship I'm looking for. But if you are looking for a company or who will pamper you no matter what. Be clear about that. It's okay to want that, but be clear about that as well. Mm. So like I have a long statement of my ideal life partner. Of course, I don't go out and just, you know, like the first time I met that person and start checking the boxes. But when I was developing- Don't get it out? Huh? You don't get it out and look at them on the date? <laughs> no. How else are you going to know? You got to be like, okay. It's imprint, okay. imprinted in my mind. No, okay. So like, I am, I'm clear what kind of person I'm looking for. So when I was meeting new people, I am conscious of how this relationship involved. I mean, like mm-hmm. with another person, no matter who's romantic or non-romantic, we are two individuals from very different backgrounds. If this relationship is going to connect, going to build up, 
people to last, that means we are growing into someone that person is looking for. So, for example, I am exploring the potential with, with the person I meet and I have intention to explore whether it can become a romantic relationship. What I look at is not, it's not strictly ticking the boxes. I also, I am more into exploring whether there's a possibility for us to grow into that person mm. that both of us want to be with. And for me, that's important because if you can't grow, the relationship will become stagnated mm -hmm. at some point. But I want a relationship that grow, that evolve with our life. So that's mm -hmm. what I want. I'm very clear what I want. And I know like I'm not, I'm not making my life easier. But that's what <laughs> I want. You can't, and, you can't sell yourself short. No, but, but the thing is, you know, like, with me finding the purpose why I want to be with someone and why now in my life, life stage, I want to spend my life with someone. I want to create a life with someone no longer. Like I, I am I'm moving out of the, the mindset of I want to do it alone. Mm -hmm. When I get clear about the purpose and then getting more and more clear or clearer, clearer of the person I want to be with, you can see how the evolution of the guy dynamic. It's, it's, it's the manifestation you are talking about. I mean, like probably we won't get it right the first time because we are also exploring ourselves. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it will come. And even, you know, when I, moved, when I moved to this seaside village, I was like, I'm fucked. I'm not, never going to meet someone. The population is so limited. But no, it was, it was not even like that. I met nice guys. I dated. And... I, I need like some like really wonderful ones. And then with my, my own clarity, I can see this profile shift. So mm. like, it, it, again, it's clarity. So don't listen to people that, oh, you have to settle. It's too hard. It's impossible. Impossible is nothing. It's just, I also know if I set a harder standard, it, it will take, it probably, probably, it's, this, this is a probability. It's not a, effect it probably will take me longer time to find that person but again i'm oh, willing definitely, yeah so if you said and then like i have to be that person who can say like that kind of guy mm -hmm. you know for example if i want uh if i want someone who is like very accommodating and can hold a space for me i have to be that person who can hold space for him as well like imagine like someone like you are really nice to someone all the time and that person treat you like shit. I don't think that relationship works. If you are in that kind of relationship, get out. <laughs> so like, I also like when I set all the standards, I'm asking myself whether I am that person that this kind of person will like. Right. And then these also forge or, you know, like, give me the motivation to grow, to be even better, a better mm -hmm. person. So I don't believe that um, what Hollywood said, like, oh, you making me a better person. No, it's because I'm a better person, so I need you. Mm -hmm. and, um, and also, like, it really, like, be clear with your, what you want. And then, like, if you, you make me meet someone, you think that's what you want, 
but then it didn't work, learn from it and see what's within you. That when you first time think about a relationship you want, you didn't think about. Put it in or adjust. So this is my advice. I don't really, I'm not a person like, oh, because I'm at this age, I need to date. Um, I am pretty much immune to whatever people said to me. Um, and as I said, I value my time. And I know I'm looking for maximum happiness of my life. So anything less than this, they don't believe, they don't belong in my life. And I'm willing to put in the time, energy, and efforts to secure this vision of my life. Powerful song means. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like um, I think like I'm 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 much more happier with this uh, romantic front. Um, everything's like I find a purpose. Why I want to spend my life with another person and get really clear of what kind of people I'm looking. Oh, what definitely. Kind of people looking <laughs> and definitely, love my love yourself. Yeah. Yeah, the relationship with yourself has to be key and um yeah. that should that should be well before any of this other stuff happens and no but you, you're you're speaking on a lot of things I've, I've been preaching a lot this year that the theme <laughs> for this year was was being conscious and intentional yeah. um you know for me personally and in coaching my clients in the business and um it's just it's it's so important and nothing i talk about with with some of my friends some of the guys is like and this is advice for anyone listening is that, you know, the more, especially the older you get, the more mature you get, the more you grow, yada, yada, like the person you want gets narrowed down to potentially this tiny percentage of the population. Yeah. Not to freak, not to, not to freak people out, but like, it's just, a, it's a patience thing. And obviously you just like your career, how you make moves in your career to put yourself in a position where your career is going to be successful. You yeah. you like to go to places where you like the people there. The same thing with finding your partners. When you know your partner, you can get, yeah. go closer to the areas where that person might be because they have those interests. Um, yeah. So yeah, I love I love what you said. You gave me a lot more than I was anticipating in that area. <laughs> so I want to I want to finish on like some a little bit of a lighthearted note because um, you know I think it's fun. Um, so if you could share with us um, a few. Because uh, I was going to ask you, you, you brought it up anyways. I was going to ask okay. you like a few qualities of the ideal man okay. for Sean Bean. Like what, what is maybe like the top, like the top. So I, I read a post uh, recently. I'll let you think while I'm talking. Um, I read a post recently uh, that had like the six qualities and a bunch of women like voted on it or whatever. So I'm curious to hear maybe what your you don't have to give me six. Maybe if it's like whatever comes to mind for your top five, top three um, okay. qualities. So um, first, he has to be a surfer. And it shows how much you love surfing. Like I love that. I mean, it's 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 really. I mean, like, I mean you don't have to explain it. You don't have to explain yeah, so, it. I was well, just observing. Be, but you know, this is evolving. Is because I'm really into this. This was not on my list, so like it will evolve. Mm -hmm. This this also evolve. So like he has to be a surfer. He has to be someone who can engage in conscious conversation. He knows what he wants in life, or he's willing to explore into a deeper purpose into his life. Mm. 
he is he loves me a lot and then um okay let me define love oh this is hard with a surfer uh, conscious conversation has purpose um, the third one like he, like all the personality honest like honesty is very important for me and, and he's he's six foot six <laughs> <laughs> i i have this whole experience uh, appearance uh yeah, 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 yeah good yeah i think you should yeah yeah like i i also have like the the height uh the field uh i have that as well and honesty is important and he is willing to support me being who i am mm. yeah because um as you say narrowing down like my friends like to joke there's only one percent of men in the world if even have the guts to come talk to you so it's a very small oh. population so yeah so i think like these are the most important ones um i have of course like share common values like my values for lives the freedom love connection contribution and excellence um i would i would want to date someone who has like similar ones Mm-hmm. I mean, like, of course, achievement, these are all fine, but like common values, common visions towards who loves to travel, who is willing to travel. Uh, this is important. Uh, have a similar worldview. So probably the, the background, like multi-culture language background. Um, if this is a plus, because usually I found like people have to unified, <laughs> have like only single background. We don't, there's like no conversation. So the, the, the required required qualifications this that that's on the preferred qualifications <laughs> in the jobs <laughs> so so yeah i think these are the most important ones like surfer conscious conversation support me as who i am uh, can hold space for me mm. honest i love it those are all great like that's i think you can very easily attract someone like that into your life as a, as a <laughs> A little, well, a little considering, to you. considering all the traumas everyone has been everyone has been through um i i recently met someone he's 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 um he's a quiet he's a really gentle guy like a, a lot of things i like about him but you know like we all had our experience when it comes to love and just by talking to him on random things i can see well i'm a coach so i can see what he's like holding back and then if I really like this person, it's up to me whether I give him the space to come mm-hmm. up on that. And of course, mm-hmm. like it, it also depends on how much I like this person and how much time and space I'm willing to give to him. So this is all into the combination of whether this mm-hmm. is the, the person that matching uh, what I want. So mm-hmm. there's also that we all have our past and they are something that terrify us and we are afraid that they will happen again. So I think like, when we come into a relationship, instead of asking why, why can why cannot you do this for me? Mm-hmm. Mm. Look into what is that person need to move out from and support the root. And if you are going both, you both of you are going to grow into the person to be together, both of you will move out from your trauma and be together. Mm. But if either side didn't see the value of moving out or for whatever reason it's not willing to move out that doesn't work at least for me it doesn't work i don't want that kind of relationship mm. accommodating another person's trauma 
Mm. We can oh, build yeah. It. Yeah. We can move out. But I am not going to tolerate. Yeah, that's yeah. that's. Yeah, that's another thing I tell all the guys in my content <laughs> is like, yeah, don't don't invest in a potential. Um, and I know sometimes that sounds harsh, you know, I mean, hey, I'm not going to say that no one's ever healed inside of a traumatic relationship and made it work. I'm not going to say that it's never happened before and that it can't. But if you can help it and you could consciously choose someone who is already whole and already healthy and you guys can grow together. I think that's definitely a... Yeah, just, just <laughs> ask yourself, just ask yourself, do yeah. you want someone who has this intention so strong to be with mm-hmm. you and willing to he him or herself? Mm-hmm. This is going to be a strong relationship. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, like what Hollywood said, you complete. We are not, we are completing nobody. Mm-hmm. If we right. are not unto ourselves a complete person, Mm-hmm. we are not completing no shit no not at all not at all i no, i, I totally 100 yeah. agree with you on that last thing i mean in yeah. 30 seconds to a minute describe your ideal date and if it's if it's like the whole think. it's got to be fun like a whole day thing like a whole day uh, thing. oh my god <laughs> i am e- i'm an easily pleased person um, my ideal day probably will be um, going for dinner and then uh, have good conversation, good food, and then going for a walk, like at the beach. Anyway, I like walking, so it's it, like a long walk, and then we can, I mean, I like to talk. I like conversation. Long walks on the beach, huh? <laughs> Here is like easy. <laughs> so have a walk. <laughs> I mean, he, uh, I would love him to pick him up, go to the place and have a dinner and have a walk and then take me home. Mm. And, or, you know, like, if, we, if, 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 if for some reason he's not taking me home, he will check on me. Mm. Does he come um, up for tea? Does he, does he get a... Depends, <laughs> depends, depends on the... <laughs> depends on how far we, we are in the situation. But usually, yeah. yes, if I really like a person and then we already go through the whole, because I don't go out to dinner easily. I don't like to go out in the evening. So if I go out with a person to dinner, that means I really like that person. Yeah, we're, we're assuming that this person is like, they're, really they like fit him. all the requirements. Okay, yeah, and I will the preferred invite, requirements. For sure, I will invite him in. And if he say no, <laughs> let me think, I don't know. Why would he say no? I, or I actually like, uh, there are some days I really enjoy it after the work and so on. Then he invited me to his place. That also works as well. I actually. Yeah, think- I think that's usually like, yeah. I mean, I think if a gentleman's leading the date, you know, I yeah. think the first reaction is he brings you to his place. But sometimes it's nice. I don't know. It doesn't, I don't really have a preference. Yeah, oh, that, and but, I like, yeah. I, I, I like him plan everything. Yeah. You know, I actually like the guys who take the lead. Um like planning, asking me out. Um Yeah. One hundred percent. I think like that masculinity it's for me it's very attractive. Like he take care of your feelings, but at the same time he's taking the lead. Mm-hmm. I think that's important, right? Yeah, it's important. 
Yeah, like, very important. No, so I was surprised. No surfing in that ideal date. I mean, like I'm I'm surfing, and then I can talk to him every like almost every morning at surfing. It's not. It's like a default mode. Already. Right. So that's not really I mean, the date. If we if we are sure that we are we are exploring a relationship, I mean, like going surfing in the morning together, it's like super romantic for me. That is like a very intimate. Experience, yeah, like, I would imagine. Yeah, like, yeah, like, um, because like we in the ocean, we it's impossible to say all together at the same time. Like, we are catching our own ways. But you know, yeah. like having someone check on you, whether you are fine, okay, in the far end of the ocean, is like super romantic. <laughs> 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 and then like cheer you when you catch a wave, and it's it's super super romantic for me. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. And especially if we are lucky, there's only two of us in the water. It's like we have the whole Ooh. world, and, and yeah, I had that. It it was it it is super romantic. Hey, to get our our girls to start surfing so they can have this experience. <laughs> I feel like uh, what's that really famous movie with the with the surfers? Um, and it's a yeah, it's a romance surfer movie, and like. I just remembered, like, damn, surfer movies are good. Like the romance, <laughs> the the romance, like, is is fire. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, it's pretty I mean, our, our romantic way only surfers can do it. So. I know, crap. I got. I guess I gotta learn how to surf. I gotta. Well, I gotta do a lot of things. I gotta move to the coast, and then I gotta <laughs> learn to surf. They don't have the lakes. I don't. Think, I don't think that really works too well on the lakes. Yeah. It, it, super romantic to go surfing together and then if we don't come up the water together uh the uh the one who can who comes out from the water will wait it's just it's it's the whole package it's like you know like this oh, wow for you and and yeah it's it's the whole package it's it's like i experience it it's it's super super i mean is there anything that I, gets close to it how do you might get close to it like, is there any other, like, romantic experience that is close to it, same level or anything? What's the, the second What's the second best? What's the second best? Um, I'm taking notes, and I'll let, I'll let the guys know. The, the second best, I'm not sure. A lot of girls will find it fun. It was, I was with a guy, and he, he didn't want to do the whole, like, boring going to coffee or something. So he was... He was going for a project and then he invited me to uh, going to that project with him. So I met a lot of people. He introduced me and then sometimes he included me in his interview. Um, so for me, that's, that's unique because it's not everyone. Can it's unique. And also like that person has to be very confident. Because, oh, yeah. he, because he doesn't know what kind of people we are going to meet, where we are going to stop. So it's like kind of the older adventure so i like that that certainty he has for himself and 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 like so like uh the 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 whole thing that he included me and and yeah that that it's and then like later on we went home late uh we went to a supermarket to buy something and then he cooked and we watched video together um it's it's that is still like in the ranking of one of my best days Wow. Okay. That is that is a that is a full package. Holy yeah, cow. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm not I'm not I'm not someone that uh care about like fancy restaurant, like expensive movie theater seat. 
but mm. I like that certainty of that person. Oh, for sure. Like creating yeah. an experience, not in the, not in the typical way. And mm-hmm. also like that experience, like I like it's him. I cannot find mm-hmm. it with another. I mean, other other people. Right. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Because the things you do are just anyone can take you to go do the thing, like to yeah. see the movie. Yeah. Or. Hello. Kevin. Kevin. Uh, again, like you say, like go to see the movie, and then after that, you broke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I paused the recording uh, for people who are listening, and then I just started it. Um, no, I was just saying, like there could be a hundred people, and you go to the same bar, you know. But, <laughs> but like, but like the one guy that just makes you feel, you know, yeah. a certain way. That yeah. that's the guy that. Yeah, wins. like I I I think like I'm lucky. I have many. Like unique experience that I I cherish. Oh, it's not making it easier for the guys after, but well, that's what it is. That's the game. That's the, yeah, that's, that's, the, game. the whole, that's the whole that's hustle. The whole yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I am lucky. I have many, or like if it's not many, it's several like with nice. And just by surfing, there are there mm. are like things that is not going to happen elsewhere with another person it's unique to them surfing is I, I will say you know yeah hey you know i guess like swimming is similar you know not it's not gonna be the same but like there's something with water you know like when it's raining I mean, like, because, you're, you're because swimming uh swimming like uh i i uh there was a I, with another date uh you know like went to i didn't surf yet and so we just went mm. to the beach with swimming in the ocean so swimming is more like playing with each other but surfing it's not yeah. surfing it's 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 a uh, energy you know that person is there and with all his, his attention with the waves with everything there it's one slight bit of attention is on you because surfing you can't do it all the time together and then for example, like if we are in two different levels, the waves I can catch, it will be different from the waves he can catch. So probably we, we won't even wait for waves at a similar spot. Mm-hmm. So that is, that's, that's not, for me, like, because I, I, I had the experience of swimming. So it's more like being close, playing with each other in the water. Mm-hmm. And you know, you are, you, are, you are in your like swim shorts and then like girls in the bikini. So that's also like this touch and exploration of the body. But surfing, it's, it's a very special kind of intimacy mm. for me because we are not we are together we are not together we kind of know we are together mm. uh yeah and yeah so surfing is like you can be in the water but you know when it comes mm. to catching waves and so on you are on your own and and it's just where the the, the person pay attention or whether I can pedal out through the waves or um, 
cheer, cheer, uh, cheer me at the, when I catch a wave or pay attention to me on the other side of the ocean. Mm -hmm. That is much more, you know, when that person can ride next to you and you feel the energy, mm -hmm. then that person spares some of the energy and this energy is consciously allocated to you. Mm -hmm. I mean, like for me, I mean, like that's that's for me, but probably for for others, there be something else. I think I think there's something universally attractive. Like I said, like for sure, being in water and surfing, you know, must be taking it to the next level. Like you said, for sure. <laughs> I think for you know me, I mean? yes. Yeah, no, I think there's something to that. Now I'm very intrigued. I'm gonna pick up pick up surfing as soon as possible. <laughs> Invite girls to these dates. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great uh a date idea if you could surf and then teach her how to surf that that's a pretty yeah that's a pretty teaching, like yeah teaching stud, surfing, stud move. It's, it's, it's some other kind I, I never experienced that because uh i saw meeting surfers that i mm. date or i intend to date or exploring dating uh mm -hmm. when i I am I'm capable of holding handling everything on my own. So I, I, I never experienced like a You don't time. fake it and let them teach you? <laughs> no, no. I'm looking for strong guys, one percent. I know you wouldn't. You wouldn't you wouldn't do that. oh that's why I made the joke. That's hilarious. Um wow, well you've hey, I think we just came up with like some some tips and some advice like that I don't think we would have found if you talk about surfing <laughs> i think everyone all the guys right now are gonna go pick up surfing immediately <laughs> and try to experience this or some form like you know post date like if you have a pool like that's a, always a really good time like a glass of wine and go swimming you know i'm not trying to compare it to, to surfing but i think that's a good start yeah yeah that's, um, that's also good as well a good place um yeah severe weather Anytime, like you're like dating, I think is exciting no, too. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Life I or death circumstances. They say life or death circumstances are like some of the most like if you have a life or death circumstance with the opposite sex. I don't even know if you have to be attractive. I've just read some crazy stuff where like you immediately have this like connection that no other people can have because you literally I just you thought so. you were gonna die. I yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but that's 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 how like no one will come to that yeah. <laughs> to find to find the love of the life. Okay, someone's gonna try to someone's gonna try to like like yeah. fake that that experience. <laughs> that that's the whole no no one needs to come to that to find the love of the yeah. life. <laughs> cautionary, it's a cautionary tale. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I know uh, we had a I had a blast today. I hope did you have a blast? I had a fun time. Yeah, talking I had with a, you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's super fun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> is the cat is the cat, cat yelling at you <laughs> so you have a good evening yeah you too thank yeah. you for coming on um enjoy the rest of your day and uh I'll, I'll just i'll like pause it and we can just say bye to each other that way too <laughs> do wait uh tell me where they can follow you real quick and where they can find uh, you i'm on instagram uh the handle is strong mean or i'm also on facebook it's strong Minjang. So S H U A N G dash M I N C H A N G. Follow on Instagram. Now, bang, bang, Instagram, Instagram is strong mean. S H U A N G M I N. Boom. All right, everybody. Love y'all. Thank you for.
Amen. Bye-bye.